Say What? Say What Radio Show. With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. And welcome to Say What? It is June 3rd, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard, Walt Silva, and Mona Radler. So um, I'll say hi to Dolly first. Dolly, say hi. Hi. (laughs) You told me. I told. I did it. (laughs) You could expand. Miss Literal is, is literal. I guess, I guess. I have to be <laughs> careful of that. <laughs> yes, I am very little, literal, yes. <laughs> have been all my life. <laughs> uh-huh. And Walter, why don't you say hi, or say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm glad to be here on this fine Saturday, and I'm sure we're going to have fun, because we're wondering, say what? Yep. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> say what? I can't remember how we came across that as a title for this show. But this now this show actually is um oh my heavenly day. I think I think we started it we started it probably around twenty fourteen, fifteen. And the concept behind it that I had was to maybe it was before that was to have like a you know a group of people that come together and just sit around and talk about whatever comes up like you're you know like you're in a table having beer you know and uh, we've we've gone through oh a good dozen different hosts on this show and it it just keeps cranking but somewhere along the line we got to say what thing and I remember I I. I said something about, you know, if we're not having fun, you know, we're doing something wrong. And so myself and Colleen Kelly, we got together and put that intro together, you know. And it's just uh, been here since. So, and Moan is our latest addition. <laughs> Maybe I won't say our best because we still got Jan with us <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> anyway. Oh, it's so, so excited. To hear Jan's show, and I think we're going to have a good discussion on Matthew, and I'm just so glad Jan is safe and sound in the UK. Yes. And Keisha. I was all worried about Keisha. Yeah. Well, Keisha's Keisha's a a special being, and... um, yeah, I I just admire. I I I'm still kind of flabbergasted to a that she got it all together to do, and then she did it. <laughs> you know, and um, yeah, when she got there, it, you know, I mean, the, the, one day she she was like, like I get this call, and it, it it's like, what's the matter with Jan? And I I realized she wish she was exhausted. You know, she went through all of getting there, got there, and then she has to do all this stuff to get herself back on on track and stuff. And all I felt was this, this oh, my God, I'm exhausted. Um, but she's, boy, she comes back quick because 24 hours later it was like, oh, yes, and this is happening and that's happening. And, you know, it was like, okay. 
me, I'd have been days of trying to get myself back, but she 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 jumped back, and uh, yeah, Keisha is is just special too. All of our animals are special. Yeah. So Did yeah. Did you see the pictures? The pictures. What pictures? I sent you the latest haircuts of of Doc, you and Walt. Oh yeah. Oh no, I didn't see Doc. Well, uh, Walt, Doc doesn't have demon eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was your intention in the photos. <laughs> well, know, I I saw how good they were, and I wanted to share with you because you thought he looked <laughs> like he had demon eyes. So. Well, I I don't have I don't have it. You either didn't send it to me or I didn't get it. I'm having a strange thing where, uh, not every time, but once every three messages maybe, I get a message on my phone that it didn't go to you. And I, sometimes I click it again and it goes, but sometimes it just won't go. And you're only three hours away from me. <laughs> wow. You're the, only, you're the only person I'm having the trouble with. I had major issues yesterday. It wouldn't uh, let me receive or send um, messages. And it said it was something happening internal in my computer. So I, I texted Walt, but he didn't see it or didn't get it or something. And um, hold on. Here we go, Nancy Hopkins. All right, I'm sending it again. I forwarded it to you. Um, so it, I got in it today, and everything was fine. I always am having issues with Comcast email. I don't know what, what is the problem. So it could be on my end. Well, it certainly wasn't on my end. <laughs> because, I should know because I was that. Getting, well, be, no, no, because I was get I was messaging, having no problems with anybody else, just you. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, Mona, how are you doing up there in North Carolina? Is it? Are you getting bad weather? No, no, turned out beautiful. No? beautiful. Yeah. And that, and that, but Canada's, Canada's on fire. Mexico's on fire, and there's some other places here in the U.S. that are on fire. They think it's earthquake. Um, well, Dutch sense thinks it's earthquake phenomena. It's coming well, up broken crust. Quebec is totally almost taken out. Quebec? Hmm? Canada? Yes. In Mexico? I'll find the link. Yeah, because that um, I saw a program on Mexico City, and I wouldn't live there. Man, that was a, <clears throat> it was originally like a lake that was the. It, 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 it was a lake. <laughs> it, it, it was a lake. But it was in a volcano, it, you know, the top portion of the volcano. Mm-hmm. 
it was it was this lake and this volcano. And over time, they took the lake away. I don't know where they get their water now, but they're sitting on a volcano. Right. And there's areas of it that, because it was on a lake bed, um, are, you know, just falling into the ground. And well, the, the, the problem is that there used to be a, an island in the middle of the lake. Oh, that's, that's right. That's, that's right. where they yeah. found when they were looking. They were supposed to look be look for the sign, whenever according to uh, whoever sham, the shaman, you know, did a, a ceremony on it. And supposedly, wherever you find an eagle killing a snake, that is where you're going to where you're going to place your city. You know, as as, as the story goes. So. As they're traveling, they come to this. Uh, they come to this island, which is in the middle of this lake. And here, the, voila! Here they see it. They see an eagle killing uh, a, a snake. So they said, "Okay, this is it. This is going to be the location of the new of the new city." And uh, but as, as the centuries passed, the lake disappeared because it got filled in by people. But uh, what happens is that it, the, uh, the the water is still there. You can actually the the, the, the uh, what do you call it the um, the water table is very shallow because that lake water is still there. So, so not only did they build over the lake, they're in the lake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The lake is just very low. <laughs> when I was in, I was Say again. Isn't that what they Isn't did? What they did it? to make, make take land from somewhere else and just pile it up and say, "Oh, here we are," and there's land to build on. Wasn't it Holland? Yeah, Holland is actually below ocean level. That's why they have the dikes, the mm -hmm. walls, and um, yeah, I've always thought that was an insane place to live. But the one that, that kind of like just makes me scratch my head and think maybe we were always kind of stupid. They come to, to the Plymouth Colony and they make Boston. Now, west of, of the city is an entire continent. On and on and on and on until there's another ocean, right? They started filling in and building out into the ocean. <laughs> why? Why would you do that? You know, New York City did the same thing. It's like, you know, why did? I mean, I can understand if you've got a city and then you start. Well, don't forget that the uh, New York City, Manhattan, what you know as uh, Manhattan Island, uh, that was fully populated by the uh, Indians. And the uh, the Dutch bought the city from bought the island from the Indians, so that they they forced them to move out. So it was occupied. <laughs> they shouldn't be there. The Dutch shouldn't be there. But I, I guess they they, uh, they enchanted the uh, Indians with their, their knickknacks, and the Indians left. Well, it might have been a good decision. <laughs> <laughs> and look at New Orleans. Another one, yeah. Yeah. But Quebec is having fires and volcanoes. Did you find that link, Mona? 
I shared it in both chats. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Well, let me just look it up. I don't look at chats because it gets me confused. <laughs> Massive fires. Quebec, sudden outbreak. Right, read, it, read, it. <clears throat> read it. Oh, no, this is the title. Massive fires in Quebec, sudden outbreak, clear day. Uh, it's a 27-minute uh, video. Oh, it's a 27-minute video. Oh, yeah. oh. Oh, oh, oh. No, we don't want to do that. What you do? Google it and see what they say. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the name of the show. <laughs> say oh. what? Google it and see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Google it. I Fires can't do it. in can't. Quebec. Fires in Quebec. And Quebec is not the uh, capital of Canada. <laughs> Do you know what the capital of Canada is, Dolly? Toronto? Nope. No, I don't know. How about Mona? Let's have a... What's the capital? No clue. Okay. Walt? I don't know. Uh, Montreal? I don't know. Ottawa. Ottawa. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. My, my friend Linda was from Ottawa. Yeah. Okay, this one is uh, Montreal, June the 2nd. Some 10,000 residents in coastal Quebec were forced to evacuate homes on Friday as wildfires engulf more Canadian provinces in what is emerging as one of the worst starts in the forest fire season. The major of Sept-Illis, a coastal Quebec city, declared a local state of emergency on, on Friday as wildfire risk led to evacuation orders in the region. Quebec's public security minister, Francois Bonadel, said Friday afternoon that he had reached out to the federal government to seek the army's help. Canadian armed forces have been deployed in Western Canada since early May and troops were sent to Nova Scotia on Thursday. Help has also come from the United States, Australia, New Zealand and South Africa as more help is expected to arrive next week. Some 30,000 people across Canada are displaced due to forest fires that are burning in nearly all of Canadian provinces. Whoa. This sounds like a, an up, like a, what do you call it? False flag thing? It looks too much, too much too big to be natural. More than 2.7 million hectares have been scorched so far this year across the country, equal to more than 5 million football fields. Mm. Federal Emergency Preparedness Minister Blair, Bill Blair has said that more than 10 times the average area typically burned this time of year over the past decade. There were, um, I, I think, it, wasn't it uh, Jasmine Zazerman who was telling us that the thing with the, when they were, when they were contending with the fires in California, he told us that it was a planned thing because all that um, all that uh, timber that was being cut down uh, was actually being shipped over to China. It, it wasn't wasted material. They were actually uh, it, it was a resource, and they were actually 
taking it with them because it it was burnt uh, burnt wood. Uh, so the the whole thing was a was a was a a, a planned uh, thing. Remember, there has been there there has been accusations over the years that some of these forest fires were by corporate entities because you can't take and cut down a whole bunch of forest unless it's been burnt. Yeah. Yeah. That Good night, sense. Jan. Jan's leaving us <laughs> next week. Okay. Good night, Jan. Well, yeah, good luck. Good luck. Try you, to Jan. stay away from finding husbands. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Words of wisdom so it, from the sheriff. <laughs> well, good wisdom. <laughs> um, yeah, so there has been that um, accusation that, you know, this is. So, but I hadn't heard the China connection. Oh Lord! I, I mean, who was it? What? What did I? Somebody wants us to learn China, Chinese. Kissinger. Kiss, Kissinger is gonna have us. Oh, that was Jan's report. The um, Kissinger is gonna have <laughs> have us all talking Chinese. I understand that Chinese is a very difficult language to understand, and English is fairly simple. Can you imagine? Yeah. Well, I know uh, my an, an old an ex landlord I had in New York. Her name is uh, I think she's still alive. Her name is Millie Lim, and she speaks Cantonese. That's her native tongue. But her mother-in-law. Um, uh, what, uh, what's the other dialogue? Um, now I forget. Mandarin. Mandarin. So, and she and she doesn't speak a word of Mandarin, and the mother-in-law doesn't speak a word of, of Cantonese. So they talk to each other through the daughter, because the 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 daughter was I think was five or six years old, and she's fluent on both languages. So she's the one <laughs> that gets the message across to the to the grandmother. And the and then the message from the grandmother to the mother because the the girl was a uh, was fluent on both languages, so I, I guess they're different enough that uh, you you just can't get out with, uh, for example, uh, in Hong Kong they speak Hong Kong they speak Cantonese and I think uh, in continental China, uh, what what do you call the um, uh, what's the name that they have they have uh, for, uh, no, the the other uh, the the democratic China. It's uh, yeah, I can't remember the uh, the big island. Oh, Taiwan. Taiwan. That's it. Taiwan. They speak Cantonese, and uh, in in continental China they speak Mandarin. But the, both uh, both culture. You know, the the culture uses both languages. You can't. You know. Take uh, take one off for the other. Oh, I can I can I mean, it, can you imagine if English was forbidden, and they everybody had to speak Chinese? It would be just like that. That would be the straw that breaks the camel's back if it hadn't been severely broken by then. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. So. So fires are burning and we think that it could be a false flag because there's a, it seems like, I'm not sure how deep it goes, but remember the truckers in Canada, it seems like the opposition in Canada 
is fairly extensive based on what I'm the little that I'm seeing. And so, yeah, you might need some big fire to uh, take their attention on the fires and the, you know, off of the fact that Trudeau is, you know, has sold them out to the Chinese. It's, uh, you know, that, that Chinese thing is really, <laughs> you, you probably may have, I'm sure Dolly has heard about the, oh, where was it? Iowa? Something up in that area, a military base, and they found, well, these, these, these Chinese in a car actually just blew by uh, a, a security station in a military facility. And then they arrested them, and they said they were tourists. We were lost. They were Chinese. And then they found a drone in the car. So they arrested them on espionage. Now, and then there was another situation very similar to that in Texas. Now, these Chinese people are supposed to be pretty smart. Does this sound smart to you? That's good. could is it be it, a, 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 what do you call it, a dummy? He'll take a look at this here. Don't, don't look at this way, <laughs> you know? Right. You're being, you know. Well, it, it, Gaslighted. <laughs> well, it, it looks to me almost like somebody's trying to push the Chinese threat. You got the balloon that went over and nobody did anything about it. Right. Uh, you know, all of a sudden, it, it's it's like, oh, the Chinese are here, the Chinese are there. No, they're over there. No, they're behind me. Oh, my God, they're all over the place, right? And when, okay, so I'm not saying that's not true. It, it probably is. But to make these blatant, stupid, very stupid operations that aren't even required. What are these people going to do with a drone? They flew over the place <laughs> with a balloon. <laughs> I, you know, they're just plain arrogant anymore because nobody's stopping them. The Biden gang mafia is rolling out the red carpet everywhere the Chinese want to go because Chinese are paying their family millions and billions of money. So Chinese have nothing to fear. Exactly. So why would they be so stupid to have these operations? I think it's part of the drama. It's theater. Yep, I agree. No doubt. Plus the fact, Chinese have been buying up our land since I was a kid. Right. So they own lots and lots and lots of American land. But do we own it? And even back then, I remember... Uh, hearing the people say we have to stop them now or they'll start to take over our country. Well, that day has arrived because nobody tried to stop them. They have free reign as long as the Biden mafia is uh, screwing the American people. Obama was a part of it. I bet every president that's been in office is a part of it. I mean, it was Nixon. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, there's so many different ways of looking at anything. 
it's like I just saw this wonderful FDR. Oh, my God. It was uh, six hours long. It was over three nights, two hours each night. And I got through that time frame and I thought, well, my God, we wouldn't even be here without Roosevelt which I, I firmly am committed to, that's the truth of it, because of where the economy was in the Depression when he took over. But, and I didn't catch it when I was watching it, because it was really very well done. But what happened was that right after that, I was like, oh, yeah, this is weird. I'm getting this whole story now. So right after that, I'm looking at something, I see the real meaning of gold. And it's like one of the alternative kind of thingies. And I thought I saw it on the computer. It turned out I had actually seen it on the television. And um, so I've got this this situation with this go All of a sudden, gold is, is, you know. And then something happened, and I got thinking about gold again and I said well if you want me to watch that then you know just lead me to it again because I don't have any clues to where I got it well sure enough they did and it was a TV program um, with the Shatner William Shatner uh, unexplained uh, on the History Channel and it was all about the mystical properties of gold and yeah it was really fascinating but as I'm listening to this I'm also really focused on okay i'm wearing where i was wearing (laughs) i was wearing uh a large it was a lot of gold on my neck and that was because one of my bosses when i was working in the um in the uh, defense industry he was uh he came out one day from the back and he said this stuff's just sitting here here and he gave me two gold chains and I'd never had a gold chain in my hand, never mind around my neck. And uh, so, in respect for him, I started wearing it, having no idea of what I was wearing or how much or anything. But then I found out, oh, that's a lot of gold. <laughs> I shouldn't be wearing it around my neck. But because I'm retired for the last 10 years and I don't ever go out, I said, gold is an amazing, has an amazing uh, conductivity and, and energy source. So I'm going to, you know, put the Shanghai pendant on it. And then I start listening to this this show about the you know woo woo that's associated with gold and you know and I'm thinking oh my heavenly day all uh, what I'm wearing is something that is cr- creates greed in people uh, has been fought for has led to many many deaths I mean I'm like what in the hell have I got this around my neck for <laughs> and I took it off you know and then I put it in a little container and I hit it (laughs) because I was like, okay, so why did you guys have me wearing that for so long? And now you want it gone. I mean, because I don't, I just go with what, you know, I, I'm really on the boat. I got any way the captain is the boat. I'm just in the boat, you know, but I'm listening to the guides and and ever since I did this, I have a whole different, energy flow in my body and I'm going like wow I was really locked in this this strange cycle because of that gold chain um anyway gold 
So how did I get to the, to the idea of the gold? Because we were talking about... Oh, shoot. You guys remember what we originally started? You were started? talking about FDR saving the world. Oh, yeah, FDR. World. Okay, so while I was watching this uh, story about gold, they went to the time of when he took everybody's gold. In in thirty two, in order to and they didn't cover this in that long you know movie about him. He confiscated all the gold in America. You couldn't ha you couldn't own in jewelry or in coinage more than an ounce of gold. So they confisc they confiscated everybody's gold in America. Very few people know this, and the fines. If you got caught with gold, it was like terrible fines. So you, you have this, this confiscation by the federal government, totally illegal by the Constitution. But by then, the Constitution was sort of not, not even in play because they were doing the things with the banks and everything else and taking over, breaking constitutional law all over the place in order to try to save the country. Um, so that at that point, that's when they put it in in uh, Fort Knox. They they got it all together. They built Fort Knox, and they put it in Fort Knox. And supposedly this that this was the largest repository of gold in the world. And um, that the fundamental concept of him get I can understand kind of why they didn't get into it in the movie. But it's like every time you you think you've got a hero, then you find out something more that makes you go, oh, uh, wow. You know, it's almost like a schizophrenic kind of situation because he, in, in saving the country at that time, he initiated the deep federal government, federal governments and everything. And taking the gold now takes away, strips away, if you are one of these Illuminati, you know, dark side, strips away a gold that supposedly gave people powers. That's why you would be buried with all this gold. It gave you supernatural powers to be able to live forever. So that is a symbolic thing. It's massive, but it was not until Nixon came along. They, they were using that vault of the gold in order to back the currency of the United States. And the dollar at the time said, can be exchanged for gold. Set it on the, on the dollar bills. Or, you know, the, the bills. And so Nixon is in office. And uh, France, uh, the president of France, de Gaulle, tells the European nations, instead of paying me with your money or whatever, pay me in dollar bills because I'm going to make the United States government give me gold. And I'm going to confiscate their gold by cashing in their dollars. And he proceeded to do that. And so Nixon made a law that the dollar would no longer be backed by gold so that the gold reserve would be maintained. So I found out a lot about gold that I had no concept. I, I'd never heard. I mean, I knew Nixon had done it, 
but I I was really kind of you know stunned about the the when I started looking at it as a symbolic thing and a power thing it started taking on new meaning and so gold uh, an amazing story but then but then I um, am looking at uh, something on the war World War two I don't even remember which one it was and they started talking oh I know it was really really good it was movie film colored movie film from World War two that much of it had not been shown because a lot of the black and white stuff was being shown in theaters but this you know high resolution color stuff was sort of found in vaults and they got it all together they made it into hd and they put together this world war ii series and they were actually the narrative narration of it was coming from different people that it had been in different theaters in the war and one of the people was um, a young man who, God bless him, he was a handsome young man. And he just, I mean, he went through the Battle of Bulge, which was the last attempt by the German forces to stop the European um, uh, attack that had started on, on the beaches of Normandy. Well, he, 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 they got to a point where they beat back the Germans in, in the Battle of Bulge, and the Germans were fleeing now. So they were moving very, very quickly. And he said, all of a sudden, in this very rural area, everything started slowing down and then finally came to a halt. And he's going, what, what's happened? Is there an accident? You know, why are we stopped? And then off in the distance, he could see this, facility and he realized as a soldier wow I've seen those pictures that's those concentration camps they keep talking about so then they got into a whole presentation of the concentration camps and they had this other person and most of it was being narrated I mean it was the 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 writings of different people was what the narration was you know coming from and there was this one person who was talking about, I guess it was their grandmother who had been in, in the, no, no, it wasn't. It was, it was a family member who had been in the concentration, maybe a sister, who had been in the concentration camps. And that person was saying to the, you know, the one that was reporting this, that they kept seeing the American bombers and the British bombers flying overhead, the concentration camps, and they prayed. They, they, they wanted those bombs to hit that concentration camp. They didn't care about their own lives. They wanted the killing stopped. And that was uh, something that I had heard before that, you know, the people in the camps couldn't understand why they weren't bombed. From the Allies' standpoint, even if they believed they were there, it was a very difficult bombing mission if you're intent on trying to save people. And there was no way that you would really 
you would kill most of the in, inmates in these things if you went after the the structure of them to stop it. And they were supposedly afraid that if they did this, then then the Germans would say that we bombed these whatever and there was no cremations and nothing was happening like that and blah, 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 blah. But they did point out in that that particular show that there was a lot of anti-Semitism in America at the time. And they didn't go into it. They just mentioned that this may have been part of the reasoning. Uh, I don't know. But if if you think in terms of, of FDR, it's like you had this really good, positive guy who did things to save the country. We wouldn't be here. A hundred years later, we're here because of what he did. But at the same time, the trade-off was pretty stark. The trade-off was giving the federal government more power than the Constitution ever anticipated. And in the war, it was FDR that was the took the leadership position in the three different people that were involved, Stalin and, and uh, Winston Churchill, and made decisions that he was he was actually going against some of his military people in order to, uh, let's say, cement political relationships. But it was, uh, but in the, the, the price for victory was, you know, hundreds of thousands of people were killed because they wouldn't bomb those things. And, uh, I mean, I, 16 million people died in World War II. 16 million. 8 million of them were civilians. And it went for four years. So, yes, we're in the Third World War. But we have not seen in any way, shape, or form the horror of World War II. And I don't think that very many people, even my age, have a firm understanding of how bad it was. And um, so I'm going to get off that bandwagon. <laughs> I don't know why we were led down there. Oh, it's because I was watching this stuff. Yeah, sometimes I watch something just because I think it might make an interesting thing to talk about on this show or other shows. Anybody got anything out there? Want to say something? Oh, I killed you guys. Do I have an audience? <laughs> Thank you for laughing, Walt, because now I know at least you, at least you guys are still on the call with me. Well, it's it's very difficult to top you, boss. Oh. <laughs> I see. Well, if you do you have something, Dolly? Do you have a list? No, I'm sorry. It was a uh, quite the week, uh, so I didn't get get to make a list, do research stuff. Um, I did hear, oh, I wanted to say this when Jan was here. I heard her say uh, the I am. In, in, I think it was when she was reading Matthew. Um, but even she called God the I am. And we had just talked about that this week, recently. So I was, I was thinking. Well, Nancy always says, 
things trend. So that's the second one. And usually things in my life go in threes. And I'm wondering, where is the third I am going to come up in my life? Well, right now, because you introduced it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that could but, be. Yes, um, we're going to have Walt uh, read Matthew, even though Jan did it last hour. Because um, she told me she was going to do it, and I said, because she has a slightly different audience than we do. And I yeah. said, absolutely, I said, but we're still doing it, because even though you hear it once, it's really when you hear it a second time that you get the subtleties. And I have been stunned. Look, look at Either Susie Ward is one of the most brilliant researchers I've ever come across, or Matthew's talking to her, and she's 90 years old now. So when you're listening to those presentations, it's like, well, it's like one of the reasons that I know when you're talking to the posse and, and into Dave, you know, I've been with you for... <laughs> long time Dolly and I know that you say things that you wouldn't even think of knowing it wouldn't be something that you would be interested in or remember and all of a sudden it's coming out of your mouth and it's the same thing when I'm talking to Dave and the Nazi yeah yeah okay when you're saying when you're saying what they're saying I know that you you wouldn't have got information it's not not all the time i mean yeah but there are things that you say that i go oh she never would have picked that up there's no you're right <laughs> you know there's no reason why you would know that and um i get that with when i'm listening to uh well when i read it um when I, matthew when when matthew is is when susie's dictating for i mean taking down dictation for matthew I don't believe that any one person could be that knowledgeable and up-to-date. Right. I mean, I know what it takes to get that kind of information. Mona, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's a lot of work. And I just don't think it's possible. And the, fa- and the other thing is, is that maybe she just listens to, to this show, this radio station, which I know she does not. <laughs> you know, because... The trending is so absolutely on every every month. What we've been talking about in the previous month is now he's he's giving his commentary on, you know, what the, you guys out there have been thinking about. Well, that's us. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we were thinking about that. We were thinking about the I am, you know, it came up, you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, these these sources of information to me are very very real and and where i got it from was dave wanting me to say it on the show yeah yeah so um so we're gonna do that but we'll do it it in the next hour i wanted to say something because i'm hearing it right now um did you notice in your thunder, like in the this week, did you notice it sounds different? Uh, actually, yes. 
Um, I was. Well, what do you think that is? Well, I was. Okay, you know me and storms. It's like I get freaked out because of floods. The dog yeah. has been a pain in the ass because we've had so many thunderstorms that weren't coming near us. I mean, I was looking at the radar. They're not near us. They're, but he was like, I, I mean, I've given him more uh, hemp oil this week than I normally do because he gets so nervous. And I'm going, why are you so nervous? You know, and I said, I looked at the map. It's not even going to come near us. Don't worry about it. And then I go in the kitchen. I'm looking out the window and boom, we get, I get, I mean, I see see the flash in my backyard. I've been hit, you know, and I went, oh, well, I guess I lied to the dog, (laughs) you know, but um, we went out and we tried to find, you know, is this tree down? Is there something, you know? And I didn't see anything. But it was just like Sandy went from her yard because the same thing. I mean, it was so big a blast that the lights went off momentarily. I mean, real, real, it didn't even cut out some things that the little flicker will take, like my clack. Um, so, yes, but there has been a different sound to, associated with them, it's sharper. And when it it rolls, when the thunder, it's a different roll sound. Doc gets freaked out. He comes tearing and tries to crawl inside my body. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank God the night. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I just saw Infinite. Um, just a minute. Diesel, her dog is gone, euthanized in the grass under the sunny sky, listening to the birds in my arms. Wednesday at 3.30 p.m. The angels came. All were in attendance. My heart was broken. I am on the mend. Oh, I think it's her dog, or is it a cat? I can't remember now. But her pet moved on. I'm glad... I'm glad that happened, Infinite, and thank you for sharing it with us, but I'm so glad that Diesel is is completely at peace and no pain now, and and you, because of it, it happened the way it did, yeah, it's her dog, you should be able to, uh, to get over your grief sooner than other people would. Um, thank you. I'm sorry that you have to go through this grief, but it's, it's good. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. Yeah, it's never easy. But it, you know, my, my attitude is they're just a heartbeat away and they're, you know, you think about them and they show right up. Yeah, what, what, did you call me? You know, I tell people I have to be very careful in the car not to start thinking about those people because all of a sudden I got a car full of four leggeds. <laughs> oh God, they're so special. I, I do have to. I do. Have I to heard. Talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I heard somebody call my name just the other day, just clear as a bell, right here with me. Dolly, and and I, I said, what? 
I mean, it was just instant response I gave back was, what? But they didn't answer me. I just... I just found that rather interesting because I don't usually hear them that in that way, like like you're talking to me versus Dave's talking to me. Um, it was a voice like you're talking to me. Uh, it's it uh, surprised me, and I was kind of wondering, do you know why I would hear something like that? Well, the only time that happened to me. Um, it was like Nancy and I was out on Sandy's porch I was doing what my washing machine was broken down I was using hers I was on her porch and it was like I actually went outside and said yes hello hello you know and it turned out a friend of mine had just died oh wow so maybe well that happened when I was teenager and and I had several friends and my mom were, we were sitting around the kitchen table playing a game and it was a tri-level so we were in the middle level and uh, all of a sudden we all heard somebody saying Dolly, Dolly like three times and so we stopped and everybody looked at each other and we all got up and went outside to see who it was because it was outside the kitchen window where we were at. We didn't see anybody. And and that was all that had happened was they called my name like three times and everybody heard it. So I just wondered if you know why does that happen? Well, it could be somebody that you're not contact with now and nobody's there to tell you that so and so died that was somebody from your past an awful lot of people are crossing over can't blame yeah. them. no I can't, I can't blame them either but uh, yeah it's uh, I don't know Del um, okay we were talking about those fires and stuff. Yeah. State Farm will no longer issue insurance for homeowners because of the fires. So on that's, top of it, that's the way insurance companies are. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, it's one of those situations where. Well, down here in Florida, they did the same thing to us. They took away the hurricane protection. Yep. Uh, well, they, they, you know, a whole bunch of insurance companies bailed out. And uh, that's one of the reasons that, yes, we don't have an income tax here, but the property insurance is absolutely awful. Now, I got this little piece of property. Well, it's a big piece of property, but this little house. I mean, even now you could build this house probably, well, not now, but, you know, at $80,000, $90,000, you could probably build this house again. Um, not like it is, though, because it's been here for 100 years. But the, the whole concept of these people giving the, getting the insurance 
in in California, I, I was like, oh my God, you people don't have any understanding of what that means because you you can't hold a mortgage if you can't get the insurance. So what's going to happen is that the state will set up some insurance company if they follow Florida's pattern, and then you'll have to pay unbelievable insurance, you know, payments. I had to sell stock to dad. Thank God, dad that my father gave me so that I could afford to continue to live here because my insurance was over $10,000 a year. You know, so I don't know how some people are even getting by with down here, but it is one of those little twists to, uh, to living in Florida. It's got a lot of benefits, but that one is just, and it was like, I all because I'm also in a flood zone and you have to have those, those insurance. If you pay off your mortgage, you don't have to have the insurance. So since I've done it, I've made ten thousand dollars a year. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's crazy ass stuff. Um the other thing and this is this is this is the this is the porch that does not stop giving. Because Remember, was it last week or the week before we read the uh, Russian article on cats and how cats, the low frequency purr of a cat is very, very healing? Well, these two cats that I built this thing for, they virtually never leave. They're always out there. And if if one of them isn't or both of them, I just have to call and they're just in the yard. They come right back in, you know, and there's like I call them bricks, big hunks of chungite that are lining this porch. <laughs> and then there's a huge geode, uh, amethyst geode that it, I was cleaning out boxes and stuff and I put some crystals there. I just never took them out of there. But that room, when I walk in that, that porch now, and it, there's three chairs in one on one side of that room. And girl will be on one, and then Larry will be on the other, and they leave the middle one for me to sit in. So that all I have to do is sit down and just start touching them. And it's unbelievable healing room because of these cats being in there. Even when they're not there, the shungite and everything is holding the charge. It's like the porch that never stops giving. Uh. I told you that was a magical place. It is, Dolly. It is. Yes. It really is. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just looking at the picture, it it moves me. I mean, it really moves me. And my hair stands up. It's it's a special place. And you you are very fortunate to be its creator and guardian. Recreator and guardian. A recreator. I don't know if it was ever actually built, but it was in somebody's mind. I know that. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's uh, it's a real fun place. So there's things that you might do that you have, you know, if it get if it gets in your head, and you know, Walt does this all the time. He says, "I get something in my head, I got to do something with it." So. Anyway, um, so what what else was happening? There was 
Oh, I should have taken notes. <laughs> I should have taken notes when Jan was talking. Uh, DeSantis. DeSantis is now running for president. And the longer he runs, the more I don't like him. I was going to say that. Oh, he's something. There's something is wrong. Uh, which which presidency? Yeah. A real one or a, a, a fake one? Because I'm so tired of this movie and being told that, oh, this is a movie. It's just a play. It's just being. Uh, okay, so how many presidents are there? <laughs> which are the real ones or which are the fake ones? Is like, does it matter anymore? <laughs> Well, well, just from the standpoint of DeSantis, I really like him as our governor. But I don't see him as being the president in any way, shape, or form. Because he he can he keeps talking about the wokeness, the wokeness and and the things that that are very, very important and it but he's not talking about China, he's not talking about the economy. He's not talking about the big ticket issues that Trump can expound on for hours. And it might be part of the of the white hat, you know, theater to have a voice out there that's just anti anti woke, anti woke. And also anti uh, this uh, corporations that have so much power. So I can see where in if you stand back and look at it that it might be a very important message to be giving to the American people. But as far as a 3D analysis of the whole thing, it's like, this, I don't understand why he would even try this. He's way down in the polls. And he, you know, when he announced he actually fell, there was a slight rise and then it fell again. He doesn't seem to have any chance of catching Trump. So why would you spend all that millions and millions and millions of dollars to, what, become vice president? I don't know. It's very strange. It's another one of those, you know, side stories of the theater, I think. But uh, he's just yeah. looking worse and worse every time I see him. And he's the one who who replaced the real DeSantis. So I'm wondering, is this is this a dark hat maneuver, or or is it a white hat maneuver trying to make people blatantly see how the dark side can uh, treat? What, Mona? Trick. Well, trick what? How, can you ex say more about it? It's visual. It's tricking huh? us. It's tricking us. It's the visual. The he said, she said. The, it's all trickery. Yeah. Illusion. Well, I like the fact that DeSantis said... You know, if you if if I get elected, you got eight more years of me. And Trump comes out and says, eight years. We don't have eight years. I'll do it in six months. <laughs> you know, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so, uh, and then DeSantis came back and said, don't believe anybody that says they can do it in six months or 24 hours or whatever. You know, it's like, well, I ain't going to go along with you, dude, if you're going to tell me it's eight years. We don't have eight years. We might have eight months. Right. <laughs> I agree. I keep thinking the time's getting shorter. The time's getting shorter. And then they come up with something else. And I, oh, jeez. That just made the time longer. Say again. It's all a game anyway. They're just playing us. Yeah. They're not doing anything to help us. So you can put out all these promises and not keep them. At least Trump kept some promises. Pretty near all of them. And think of what he would have had to, would have done if he hadn't have been indicted twice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, these people are nuts. So with that said, let's do disturbance sounds of silence. Let me take a moment to say thank you to the lovely people who make distribution of this podcast possible. Mysticalwares.com in Mount Vernon, Washington. Dedicated to exploring both the known and the unknown, then helping provide the products and tools to expand your reach. Mystical Wares, Mount Vernon, Washington. If you are experiencing spiritual stasis, head to Mystical Wares in Mount Vernon, because it is a metaphysical oasis. And they are actually lovely people, and they really do have a huge inventory. So get yourselves up there, and if you don't want to drive all the way, go ahead and visit them on their .com. I am Ani, mad as the day is long, Abadician. Stand up and claim your sovereignty. We are divine beings, not disposable commodities. Don't drink cheap booze. Remain alert and amused, but above all, my darlings, let the spirit inhabit the human. And welcome back to the Say What Show. It is June 3rd, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard, Walt Silva, and Mona Radler. So, um... Thank you. I love that song. I know you do. I know you do. Yeah. I know at least one person will appreciate that when I play it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Me. Yep, yep, yep. Now, um, so why don't we just listen to Matthew here? Walter, do you feel like doing a a Matthew read? Sure. Give me the the link. I, I don't have a link there. It's there it in is. there. There it is. There it is. Okay. It's in chat for anybody that wants <clears throat> to take June 1st, 2023. Light's Progress, Illuminati, Fortunes, Lightworkers, Creator, Origin of the Universe, Souls, Good, Evil, Entry of Reptilians. With loving greetings from all souls of this station, this is Matthew. When weaker civilizations fall prey to the darkness, they were captive within its low vibrations, warring, ignorance, poverty, and fear, which are bereft of light, is how dark ones controlled populations, and that is what befell Earth's people. When a dearth of light put the 
planet's very life at risk about 90 years ago, Gaia asked for help. Out of love for her and her residents, highly evolved civilizations infused the planet with light and souls started leaving their advanced worlds to incarnate on Earth to add their light. That intensity of light is the reason conflict and chaos are occurring around the globe. It is part and parcel of a world being freed from the grasp of darkness. Light's high vibrations are clashing with and overwhelming the low vibrations, thereby bringing a long, long era of darkness to its close. Dear ones, we know you want a clear, you want clear, irrefutable evidence. You want to know when Jasara Nasara will be announced. The new global economic system will be implemented. The illegal Biden administration will be removed. And the Federal Reserve System, whose tentacles reach all countries, will be abolished. Citizens who are rebelling against their corrupt governments want to know when they will have leaders with wisdom and integrity. And all of you want to know when the many truths still hidden will come forth. We wish we could say more than on the near horizon, but we don't know exactly when those vital developments will occur. What we do, what, what we can do is assure you of the divine plan is smack on, tar on target and extraterrestrial family members are part of the liberating forces of light that some call white hats. And let us remind you of the light's progress in just the last two years or so. The Illuminati's efforts to start World War III failed. So have all their attempts to demolish strategic sites with nuclear warheads or miss on missiles. Their COVID-19 virus did not kill billions of the populace, and trying to achieve that goal via vaccinations is not working either. Their hold on major media is cracking. In several countries, their bioweaponry laboratories and storage facilities and centers for sex trafficking, pedophilia, satanic rituals, adrenochrome production, money laundering, and cyber warfare have been demolished. Many of the individuals at the top of their diabolical pyramid have been removed. The Illuminati stronghold is their illegally and immorally amassed fortunes and their light forces are working to separate them from their funds so that money can be used to end mass impoverishment. If you think helping in an undertaking of that scope is beyond your ability, let us tell you it is not. It is right up your alley, so to say. Your light that has been helping the people that awaken has been undergirding the very effort to vanquish darkness from Earth. We know it is hard for you to think of yourselves as powerhouses you are, and this is in understandable. You get sick, moody, disillusioned, angry, impatient, and exhausted. Some of your efforts fall short, and you make decisions that in retrospect you realize were poor. You don't always have satisfying jobs or enough income or fair treatment, and some days are just plain miserable. This is part of life in a third density world. And before you volunteered to go to Earth, and you did that with Ferber, you knew that what you would experience. You also knew 
you would surmount whatever obstacles you encountered because those feelings and circumstances are, are not who you are. You are eternal beings of love light and your energies, high vibrations have been creating betterment on the planet during all the years you have been here. Simply by being, you are that powerful, that influential. In quotation, in quotation marks, probably souls at your station know some scientists don't believe the Big Bang happened. If it didn't, how was the universe created? Also, how were souls created? How, how did good and evil begin? Closed quotes. First, let us say always, Big Bang has been a misnomer. The beginning was completely silent as creator, source, creation expressed itself as light. Creator, the ultimate being and the supreme ruler of the cosmos, source, from whence everything in existence comes, creation, its action and products in mortal souls. For simplicity of speaking, we say only creator, I, and it as is designed as designation for I am, totality, oneness of all, is with utmost reverence and respect. While light may be thought of visual or science and love as, as a sensation, or spirit and or spirit, light and love, or science and spirit are one and the same energy, and it is the most powerful force in the cosmos. This energy is creator's infinite, eternal omniscience, omnipotence, and omnipresence as pure love light. At a, at a time unknown, creator created the first souls, whom you call the archangels, and they have proportionally the mind and power of creator. That didn't, didn't <clears throat> diminish, in, diminish it in one iota. The archangels were creator experiencing itself. At some point, it endowed them with capability to co-create, and they could use this energy to make whatever they could think of. First, they made the lower realm of angels, then gods and goddesses. Those souls, which also had proportionally the mind and power of creator via the archangels, added to its experiencing and to their co-creators. After the, uh, the archangels made materials for forms, so each soul could choose to have a body or remain pure spirit. Creator selected a God of pure spirit to co-create whatever he desired and rule over this universe and chose other gods or goddesses to do the same in six other universes. Our God made myriad souls, all of whom had proportionally his mind and power as his experiencing cells they did not diminish his entirety in any way at all. He is an amalgamation of all souls, in physical bodies or in spirit, in this universe. Some of them help him make galaxies with billions of astral bodies, and all souls could choose to incarnate within or upon those bodies or be free spirits. The energy of love, light, good, or godly was the total essence of everything that has manifested throughout this universe. It was uh, reptilians, mutated descendants of Luciferian energy, who brought evil here. By our, our by agreement of our God, our God and the ruler of the universe, where reptilians originated. 
A portal was briefly opened so some of them could enter ours. At that time in antiquity, they were the most intelligent species in the cosmos, and the, intent, the agreement was intended to benefit both universes. By reproducing themselves as well as procreating with souls who live here, the incoming reptilians could ge genetically impart their superior intelligence while absorbing this universe's love-light energy. When they returned to their universe, they could spread this energy, this energy's high vibrations throughout their civilizations, and their progeny in this universe would genetically endow successive generations with superior intelligence. The the win-win situation the two universal rulers anticipated did not happen. Some of the reptilians who came did become beings of love light and they passed on their genes, by the, but they did not go back home. Neither did those who refused the light. They also proliferated and all of them have caused head havoc ever since the first ones came eons ago. They initiated warring and rendered dormant 10 of 12 DNA strands in civilizations they conquered, making them susceptible to falling into darkness. Now then, Gaia is the soul that embodied as the planet she called Terra. Somewhere along the line, Earth became, became its name. <clears throat> Gaia, God and soul, your, soul, your solar system's sun, manifested pristine verdant lands, crystal clear seas, magnificent trees, flowers and other plants, and the mineral kingdom. She gave animal design ideas to residents of Jupiter where similar conditions existed to manifest and transport to Terra. When everything was ready, Gaia asked some souls in highly evolved human civilizations if they would like to live in a mar marvelous new world, and at the speed of thought, they arrived. Others came later by spaceships, astral travel, or incarnation. The people, animals, plants, and minerals knew their beginnings in Creator's infinite love light and their eternal connection with each other and the ruler of this universe. All life forms communicated telepathically and flourish as harmonious symbiotic, symbiotic oneness. Darkness or evil came into that paradise when people with only two strands of active DNA settled there. As time passed, their brutal behavior amassed so much negativity that it almost extinguished Terra's light. To save her planetary body, Gaia released the negativity in a series of earthquakes that lasted several decades. One quake of a magnitude sufficient to release the amount of negativity would have exploded the planet into countless fragments instead of preserving its life. <clears throat> Terra's landmass broke into several extensive regions, large, large and medium-sized islands and many thousands of small ones. New coastlines had peninsulas, bays, cliffs, and beaches. Terra's gently rolling terrain became rugged mountain ranges, ranges volcanoes, canyons, and deserts. The placid sparkling seas turned into oceans with strong currents, lakes, rivers, and streams and the seabed's flat terrain became similar to the new surface formations. No, no longer was the climate pleasant. 
massive areas of ice developed in polar extremes. Mountains were covered with snow, snowpack, an intolerable heat built up around the equator. After millennia passed and the planet was habitable, a new civilization began. But darkness re-entered and committing atrocities once again became the nature of the people. This time Gaia released the accumulated negativity abruptly with an ice age and after its drastic effects subsided, the repopulation process started over. Since then, civilizations have risen and fallen, including those in Atlantis and Lemuria. The purity of love light that permeated young Terra and her first inhabitants never has been repeated. However, indigenous people know, know, know they and all other life forms on Earth are connected with each other and the ruler of the universe. To prevent their knowledge from spreading, dark forces inspired explorers from, from European nations to kill most of the natives in the lands they claimed for their respective royal families. Later, colonists continued the genocide. However, tribal survivors passed on their knowledge to descendants who generation after generation preserved it, and the light within that truth helped Earth survive in deep third density until the infusion of light enabled her to start ascending. Now, souls around the world are standing strong against oppression and other injustices spawned by darkness. Despite or perhaps because of turmoil, destruction and grief, there is more goodness, kindness and compassion than ever before in the planet's recorded history. In this respect, beloved sisters and brothers, you have done your part magnificently. You can inspire, but you cannot push anyone toward the spiritual and conscious awareness that puts them on the personal ascension pathways. That is each soul's choice. It is a joy for us to behold those who are firmly on the pathway, and many others are stand, starting to trust their intuition is greatly encouraging. Upcoming solar flares, the energy surges that, that raise vibrations will offer slumbering individuals more opportunities to awaken. You too, dear ones, will reap benefits and the light we radiate will continue to uplift our family on Earth. All light beings in this universe honor you for steadfastness in your mission to support you and support you with the power of unconditional love. Love and peace, Suzanne Ward. That was a long one, wasn't it? It sure was. <laughs> but it was packed full of information. Yeah. What 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 did you get out of it there, Dolly? Oh. <laughs> well, uh, it showed me the, about Mother Earth uh, uh, going through a heck of a lot more things than I thought that she was able to feel. Uh, I, I just have so much that I have from it. 
um, I don't understand what he was saying about the all the different beings that came to the earth at the same time and what he said about uh, uh, the big God made a, a God for the earth uh, to do as he wanted with the earth. Now that's kind of foreign to me, although I have heard it like maybe one other time. Um, there's so much in that uh, that the reptilians some of them are good and some of them are bad, which I have believed all along. But some of them came here with the main purpose to screw with us. Um, I don't. I. I can't think anymore. Well, he said about the reptilians, they were formation mutant descendants of Luciferian energy. And I did have a question like, what's Luciferian energy? Where'd that come from? What's that story? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's well, it was, a, it was another universe, therefore the, there was another creator. Ah. The creator God, not just the main God. There's exactly. a hierarchy here. Exactly. It's, it was the one responsible for those people. See, it's sort of like layers of creation, Dolly. And none of this that he's saying, she's saying, they're saying, um, is something that is surprising to me because I was led to this realization that you got a source of love and light somewhere. There's this source of love and light that begins to create by simply becoming a conscious being. You got all this love and light. I don't know where that source God came from. But that source God is it, 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 it's omnipresent. It's all it's all powerful. So when it begins to think, to imagine, then those imaginations become real. And so you're starting out with a blank slate. There's nothing there. What would you do if you were that source consciousness, okay? Well, you'd probably make something big, <laughs> like another version of yourself, that you can sit and watch this version of yourself begin to create. What would it do? What, 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 what? I'm just going to make this soul, this, this, this very powerful soul of, godly care all my characteristics and i'm going to just sit back and see what what happens okay that's that's kind of the way i look at it so this source god creates secondary gods okay now the secondary god is what he calls the creator god and that creator god is what i think you talk about when you say god because you're talking directly to the creator of this reality of this universe Fundamentals, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. That creator God now is in the same position as the source God. Okay, so how are we going to handle this? Well, let's see. Let me just make some creator gods. Gods that can create something and see what happens. 
And so there, there, that's when you get Gaia. You know, Gaia is a, a spirit unto herself that was created by the Creator God, and she begins to do what the others have done, is but it, in a smaller area, and say, okay, let's see, well, how would I, I blank slate, what should I do here? Well, let's make a playing field. We got to have some place where we can build this thing. And, and remember what Anastasia said: how this our our God, the God that created this world, is different from other creator gods because this this when this God created, for example, trees. You know, trees. Once they reach the end of their life, of the of their lifetime. You know they will die and they will bring to life other nutrients so you you're constantly replenish the nature is constantly replenishing itself because new trees are being born well it turns out that not all creator gods are built the same and there are worlds where once a, a life form ends the creator god has to come in and make a new one because he doesn't know how to make them so the, that that put a lot of attention into this particular creator because they don't they don't understand how he was able to do it how that is life how is life first uh continuing to be without any inter intervention you know what may bring, makes trees you know new trees be born you know what is why is this life always continuing without any intervention so that that's why yeah it, when when you when you read the story as uh, Anastasia explains it and also don't forget that what Anastasia said that uh love is actually the strongest uh, uh, entity in the universe it's like another creator god itself it's the most powerful entity known and it actually wanted to help this god and and when it came and gave its energy to her to the, this god this god turned around and and gave the energy of love to all the creations to all the things that he created so he never he didn't keep any of that love for himself he he turned around and gave this to all the all the created beings so that's why they the, the bedrus have this con conviction that love is is like when love comes into your life it's like a, a new family member. It's actually something beyond you. It's bigger than you. Well, based you know? on what, you, what based on what you're saying here to me, okay, is that Gaia, okay, had a unique way of dealing with creation and reality. And so I suspect that maybe Gaia was the only female in the play. <laughs> The, the she's so I mean women can be much more efficient than men you know all the men say and they maybe it's a control thing you know but the men are saying yeah okay you die you die and then I'll create another one where guy is saying no we should have this continuance of life everything that I create should be able to create new you know and uh, <laughs> as you were saying that it did make me <laughs> think of terms of female because I mean. Maybe that's why she's so so unique. Well, remember oh, that, that's why the, the veterans they believed in eternal life in nature. They didn't believe in death. They just they they knew about you know okay, even if okay I have to give up this body because this 
body is, I don't know, two or three hundred years old. You know, I'm going to give it up, and then I'll, in a little while, I'll come back as another member of my family. So, so you have the, the children remembering who they were. That's why yep. nobody went to school. Lucky dogs. <laughs> right. Mona, what, 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 what's your take on, on the creation of the universe? Well, I think there was a big bang. But it was just them having intercourse, and he had to shoot out all the energy to create what eggs were here. I mean, if you really want to look at it that way, because everything procreates, no matter what it is, except maybe earthworms. And I don't know how many other things don't procreate like that. But otherwise, and I know there's a universal law that set down the physics and phonics and everything else about what tools are available to use to well, earthworms even though they they are bisexual they do have to have intercourse there's no other way around it the same goes for snails even though they have both sex they do have to have sexual contact otherwise they they won't procreate oh yeah, with, with themselves or with others? With, with another one. It's like uh, when you there are pictures of the snails when they're mating, and you you know one penetrates the other because both of the, both have the female organs and male organs, so one has to penetrate the other. So, so you got to get them in the mood, man. <laughs> the same goes with earthworms. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I always thought that oh the so they have sex with themselves? No, <laughs> they need they need another one. So would they be considered uh, transvestites of nature? No, 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 they're just bisexual. <laughs> bisexual. They have both genders in, in in the same body. Uh, what do they call them? Oh, I um, oh, I used to know the word for that. Hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodites. No, well, that's when a human has both organs. Um, oh, it'll come to me when I least think about it. But that where there is also rules, and every dimensional realm has part of that consciousness. That's why when the Buddhists believe that a rock has consciousness, well, they do. And the energies that promote in the progression of building our psyche or... or subconscious or whatever else it is that we have because what was it that you said 300 years and not having to go to school yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> but how do some of us come along and know answers that we didn't realize that we had the answers to those questions and i think it's because it's part of our cell memory and divine right order that we are bigger than what we appear to be or what we've been taught or allowed to recognize as what our human traits and abilities are. You know, because anytime my daughter was in trouble, I got her telepathically to, okay, let me think a minute here, you know, and it wasn't something I tried to drum up to create. It was there naturally. But don't forget that we're so many of us are immigrants. I mean, we've come here from other planets. <laughs> I mean, for, <laughs> I mean, from the earliest from the earliest age, uh, I I can't 
think it was maybe two years old or three years old. Absolutely nothing made any sense. You know, nothing made sense. So, well, it didn't make sense because I don't come from here. So, and, and my story is the same all over the place. So many people are so sick and tired of being here. Look at uh, look at Dolly. She can't wait to use her ticket and get the hell out of here. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Have you... I don't mean to change the subject abruptly, but uh, if I don't ask Mona this question, I'm going to totally forget to ask her. Um, have you had any positive effect from the uh, spooky scalar machine? About 15 minutes this morning, and then it all went to shit. Oh. Nothing has concretely altered itself. Okay. I'm doing all kinds of different things to see what I can do. To help abate the issue, but um, I just like to know if there's answers that I could work with to help change it. That's all. Because normally I can't. Normally I have answers. I don't have answers. I did find out though. Did you know that your rear end cheeks, you know, your butt cheeks, actually have lymph nodes in them, and that they can get clogged, and that you should. Um, do some kind of massage and work them out to um, help relieve the tension. I mean, I've been finding out a whole bunch of lymph node things lately. And I well, was that's, just amazed. That's why yoga is so beneficial. Because you, you force uh, the different parts of the body to get the movement they need. Did you say yoga was beneficial? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like for example, the, uh, the, the plow... It actually st stretches all the, uh, it the increases the separation between all the vertebra and it actually, it, 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 it makes the lymph nodes, you know, get clear out. Hmm. So you've been working with your lymph nodes, is that what you said? Yes, I'm trying to. Well, maybe that's why you've got the um, uh, water in the, in the legs, because you're detoxing. Would that make sense? Well, no, because I started the lymphs after the swelling's already been here. Uh -huh. Like an elimination or alleviation. Now, when and I go to sleep at night, there's not an issue. But I also know that Neptune is 27 degrees in Pisces, which rules the feet. And I have 27 degrees Venus in Pisces. I mean, there's all kinds of different things I could consider here, but if you well, saw he's, he's pointed out yoga. Now, right. Walt, you, you, we were on uh, Shanghai show, and you were having problems with your neck and your shoulders, and then Derek was saying, or somehow or another, when in conversation, yoga came up. Did you pursue that? Did you go back to doing yoga exercises? Yeah, but uh, uh, until I get into the habit again, I'm I'm doing the uh, what do you call the rites of rejuvenation. It's uh the, it's uh, these five exercises you do. It's similar to yoga, but not as uh, as demanding as yoga, and. Uh, what it what it what it does and the um, the book explains 
that there are seven psychic centers in the body, not not the chakras. It's a it's there are psychic centers in the body. One is in the forehead. One is in the back of the head. One is in the heart. One is in the in the 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 right side of the body where the liver is located. Um, the other one is where the uh, the genital genital organs, and the last two are where the two knees are, and these psychic centers rotate and, and, and rotate quite quickly. And what happens is, as the person age, these psychic centers begin to slow down. They, they get smaller and they rotate slower. So if you are able to get them back to normal rotation, then you, you begin to uh, reverse aging. So this is from the book, um, uh, the Rights of Rejuvenation by Peter Kelder, and uh, that's if you if you do these these uh, practices once a day, it actually begins to reverse whatever aging has affected. So uh, that's what that's what I've been doing. So can you repeat the name of that book and the author, please? Yeah, write Let it me, down. Write the, it down. Y'all can get it. <laughs> Let me go uh, see if I just want to send you a link. Considering I just turned 65, okay? That's nothing. Well, still, but let me tell you something. You were saying that. I've done a lot of studying and ceremonies with Native Americans. And there was this uh, Lakota chief. And when we were to go into other dimensional realms, he gave us a process of how to protect our bodies as we went through them. And so he gave us some chalk, a rock that turned into chalk, and we anointed the bottom of each foot, the back of our knees, our hands, which are down in the groin area, okay, if you ever check, you know, your hands are level of that degree, and then your heart, and then the back of your neck, and then each face cheek, and then your third eye back to the bottom of your neck, and that surrounds you in protection. So when you were labeling all those, I'm going, oh my gosh! <laughs> it sounded just like the protection prayer that we used to do before we went on any, say, astral excursions or whatever. Especially if I went to clean a house, I would definitely have all the girls do that. But we use patchouli and frankincense. So, um, and boy, that's rather, yeah, see, the body is so powerful. People don't realize. They ignore the true energy centers that just are basically, I mean, I didn't even realize that the abdomen has lymph nodes. In fact, most of your lymph nodes are in your abdomen area. And they quadrant it off in four sections. But that's where I get a lot of my pressure is in that area. So it's not easily. Well, think about when, when uh, uh, I don't know about now because medicine has been corrupted to such levels. But uh, right. if you remember in the 50s and 60s, it was a very common thing that uh, some children would have a extreme swelling of their tonsils and their tonsils would be removed. I mean, that's what right. happened to me because the doctor checked me and my tonsils would get so swollen 
they didn't even, uh, they would look at, at my mouth and they didn't even understood how I was able to eat food because they were so swollen. So the doctor said, well, let's begin, we need to remove the tonsils. And they did. But the thing is, like, my mother never had a tonsils removed ever. Mine, so I still she, have mine. <laughs> so, they're, they're filters, they're cleansers. They're yeah. there for a reason. Yeah, they're exactly. Yeah, they stole my daughter's tonsils and adenoids, and I had no choice to say yay or nay. They just did it. And now she's having such a hard time with existence. It's horrible. But I think a lot of that is also vaccine injuries. But uh, that's just my opinion. You know, because I, I, do, I do watch... I like knowing answers. <laughs> My mother didn't Go ahead. allow me to have any of those childhood vaccines. But oh, uh, like my tonsils would swell and they ended up taking them out because I couldn't hear even because the tonsils were so swollen. Whoa. I couldn't eat. I couldn't hear. And so they took them out. Well, look at that. You and, and Walt have uh, a similar <laughs> experience mm -hmm. to share. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we had 10 kids and none of them had their tonsils out. A couple of them had their appendix out. Well, now all my sisters did, but I haven't lost mine. Tonsils or appendix? Appendix. Where's the appendix? Bottom it's in up. your abdominal area. My right appendix side. burst in my doctor's hand when they were taking Russell out. Whoa. Yeah. Really? The doctor was really upset. I woke scary. up to him in my face saying, why don't you tell me you're in pain? I said, well, how do you tell baby pain from any other pain? <laughs> <laughs> you're, supposed to have a, you're supposed to have an instruction book. Don't you know that? Yeah, really. It was a man talking to you, Dolly. <laughs> oh, of course, now they can have babies. You know, I feel I feel I feel like, you know, I I just was so disrespectful for all those men. I thought they had beer bellies and now I find out they were pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are in a strange universe. We've allowed so much damage to our spiritual bodies that we don't even recognize. I don't know if any of you have read Carlos Castaneda, Don Juan. The Tales. Yes, both oh. Walt and I have. Oh, my favorite book. I used to buy the groups, the series, and hand them out to people. I even had my daughter as a teenager read them. But she didn't connect with all that. But just even think about how much of an aura and other energies that are out there. And I mean, I wouldn't want to be able to see all the rips and tears and holes in people's auras these days. My gosh, I'm very thankful I'm not seeing any of it. Because we have been through the ringer. Gosh, I'm over it. <laughs> Derek actually does see those things. 
Um, so it's it's not that it's not that we can't see them. It's that we choose not to for whatever reasons. I, mean, I wouldn't want, like you're saying. I wouldn't want to do it, but I honor the fact that he does it. But he did say something. I asked him on. I guess it was to say what show, um, because he'll see. We got to talking about entities and attachments, and mm-hmm. I asked him. I said, "Well, when you see these kind of situations, because he was telling a little bit about his um, experiences in the prison when he was a, a you know, a guard, correctional officer, not a prison guard, a correctional officer. Oh, okay. When he, when he was a correctional officer." some of the experiences he had with dark entities because i had seen this you know i've i've told people this but it's paranormal 911 it's a television series about first responders who end up in paranormal experiences and it's very interesting because these people really weren't looking for that a ghost hunter goes in he's you know looking for it but these guys are all of a sudden in it trying to figure it out it's very fascinating and apparently they're a lot of them go through this because it's. I've seen three three episodes. They're learning um, a lot on the spur of the moment. I mean, it's in their face. Can you? It'd be nice if they had somebody they could talk to. Well, yeah, you know, it's it's like <laughs> just like everything. But but you know, now there are people to talk to because as okay. soon as you go, as soon as you have this experience nowadays, you go. Oh my God! And we'll go watch Paranormal Nine One One. And e- each of the people that has had the experience, because they actually interview them, um, they all seem to have had. It, it, it turned out to be a very good experience, in that it might have been scary as hell while it was happening and very confusing, but it yeah. gives you, it wakes you up real damn fast. Let's put it that way. You know. Whoosh. Yeah. But Derek, Derek sees these, and so I asked him, I said, well, Derek, when you've got somebody that's got a real attachment like that, is the soul there? Is there a human being even inside that vessel? And he said, oh, yeah. He said, yeah. He said, sometimes it's a human being will start to wake up. And he said, um, but but he, he attested to the fact that just because somebody's got a terrible, you know, demonic or whatever, attachment that there's still a the, the essence of the human being maybe the low soul as walt likes to talk about maybe that's what's left well i had my father's low soul stuck inside me for 35 years does that yeah, count i remember that story i know <laughs> oh my gosh i mean and you didn't even really have a fathom of a clue Oh, all I know is that I wasn't my true self. That that it it went to explain all the years of of weirdness that I had to live with because I had a, I had a what do you call it, a a stowaway. Yeah, stowaway. (laughs) I was thinking contraband, but stowaway makes better sense. (laughs) Yeah. See, they took away our right to know how this playing field works, and so that's why everybody feels like a lost soul because. The uglies have been using it, the parasites, against us and telling us that those rules, the occult, and everything else is bad juju. Well, no. All it is is a level playing field, and we weren't allowed to have it. An organized religion is set up to disinform, not really inform much. 
<laughs> I got a little bit out of religion. When Jesus went to wake up Lazarus, maybe he was just using CPR. Derek said that um, he, he would see prisoners that had been uh, diagnosed with schizophrenia because they were talking to people, and Derek could see the people he was talking to. Right. Yeah. Just because they, you can't see them doesn't mean they're not there. True that. <laughs> oh, Dolly. <laughs> yeah. You know, I. anybody got any more on that subject? Oh, sure. We could go on and on and on. So go ahead, Nance. What do you want? Well, this one, this one is kind of fun. Um, Derek sends me a, a link to a movie called The uh, 3,000 Years of Longing. 3,000 Years of Longing. I and told you a, about it. Oh, did you? Is it 2022? Okay, well, you yeah, didn't about the, the link. About the, about the, he he sent me the link. Oh. Go oh. ahead. Go ahead. No, this, oh, the, 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 what do you call it, the, the, um, the gin. Remember that? I, no, I don't remember any of it. He sent me the link, and and I said, and and the link was to a trailer, and I look at it, and I went, I don't know what's in this movie, but this would not turn me on. And he said to me, okay, let me put it to you this way. I said, I said, I know it's about the gin, but this wouldn't turn me on. I didn't like the trailer. And he said to me, well, okay, but in the last three minutes of the or three seconds of the show, of the movie, a gin kicks a soccer ball <laughs> and i went oh well that's intriguing <laughs> but not only did he kick the soccer ball he hit it it looked like a lamp post but more likely a 5g antenna system oh god oh god yeah, yeah it yeah. went all over the place, over the place. <laughs> Well, I said to him, I said, okay, I said, it was on Amazon Prime and it was a free movie. Good thing. So, last, that's why I wait, it was up until 3 o'clock in the morning because <laughs> I had to watch this movie. And that's why we're talking about it now because I had to watch the movie last night. Oh, wait, oh, but, wait. go ahead. No, 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 it's no, just, no, it's, uh, if you remember, I, I mentioned that in in one part of the movie, he, he told her uh, where humans are organic. They are uh, electro electromagnetic. Remember that she was astounded when she heard that. There's so well, many pathways. Gosh. Sorry. No, you're not. No, keep going. I mean, you got seven minutes. <laughs> so, so well, but the the thing of it was was that. So, so I said to Derek, I said, okay, I'll, I'll watch the movie. I'll have the gin come here, and we'll have a party. And so the movie starts up, and the gin were here. They're always here. And um, I said, anybody got popcorn? But nobody had any popcorn. And this movie, as soon as it started up, the gin fast-forwarded and pulled the whole movie down into their heads. And they're <laughs> out of here. And I went, what the hell? So I'm watching. My guy was still here. A few of them were staying with me. But... Um, you know, so I'm watching this movie, and there was a lot wrong with it. I mean, like a lot wrong with it. Um, Derek said, "I, I'm saying, well, who's messaging this? You know, is it the the dark side, the right side? You know, I don't." He said, "Well, it's a MGM or whoever it is is a very Illuminati uh, produ producer. Put these things out." And 
he said there was a lot of eyes. He was right about that. Every time you turned around, there was another eye staring at you. Um, but I see a tremendous amount of Illuminati symbolism, but I don't really see it even when it's there. And um, But what I did find interesting was that electromagnetic connection. It was like they, they hinted at certain things. And Walt, at the, there was that time where he, he, he slept, remember? And she said, Jin, don't sleep. What's the matter? You know, and what, what was it that he said that w he wasn't in the right place or what? Because I, I, because I, he, he, had to come, he had to come back to his reality. You see, the only reason they're stuck on, the, on Earth is like when they're trapped in a, in a container, something that's holding them in place. And they're here for thousands of years. And that, but once they're free to be themselves and they're not responding to anybody, then they have to go back to their reality. Otherwise, they begin to disintegrate because they are, again, we're, they're not organic. They're radio, um, what do you call it, electromagnetic. Etheric. So that's why every every so often he had to come back, go back to his reality, because he he was not as if he, if she had kept him a slave in a bottle or some other kind of containment, he could have stayed here indefinitely. So sounds like the mecha box, doesn't it? <laughs> so well, according to the gin, they don't lust after human beings. It's kind of repulsive for some of them. <laughs> Not surprised. I can see that. There's a lot of repulsive ones out there, right? They they don't um, they don't have feet and legs and that sort of thing. They're energy fields, right? <laughs> you know, they don't they don't need to walk or run. They just they Dang. go from bump 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 bump. I mean, they sort of like jump wherever they want to go. They don't have to. There's no distance involved in it. Um, and they can by 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 locate. Let me see what other things you guys got. Something else you wanna? No, that was the main thing. The main thing was that they didn't want you people thinking that they were gonna rape everybody that they came in contact with, or make love to them, or make babies with them, or you know they don't do any of that. And their their messaging is that um, you know this three three three. No, you ask them for anything. They're like, all right. In, in continuance of the of the uh, Genesis story, when Gaia began to create the Earth, when it began, when she began to think in terms of, you know, the animals and the nature spirits and, you know, things that would kind of create a, a progression of changes to the Earth. Rocks don't do that. Uh, water really doesn't do that in the you know short term to make life start to blossom and happen. Uh, the first thing she did was make the uh, the green man and the green man and the gin, and the gin were like a security force. They would be there to catch you. They were like your guardian angels, you know, but called gin. And when the dark side came in, they were one of the first that were targeted. The the, uh, the dragons were targeted, they were targeted, the green men were targeted, and that was what gave the dark side the ability to do its nasty. We are in the last uh, minute or so here of the show, so I can't believe it. This show goes faster than any other show. 
Um, Dolly, uh, Dolly, you want to say good night to people, or whatever you want to say. <laughs> good night to people. <laughs> 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 Thank you, y'all, for being here. Thanks for participating. And Infinite, you hang in there, sweetie. You'll get through it. He he's with you yet. Um, that's all I. Oh, and Jake is doing better, buddy. He overdid yesterday, and he's back in bed tonight. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for your prayers and, and love blankets. And please remember, love blankets to the world. Good. I'm done. Okay. Thank you. Well, oh, thank you for being here with us tonight. It's been a great uh, great night. Uh, good night, everybody. Take care. And Dolly? Dolly already had her time. It's me. Yeah, it's Mona. Don't take no cares. They weigh you down and you don't get anything done. <laughs> no more sorries either because sorry just creates sorrow. You create your future. It's all in your now. So if you don't look to see what the hell's going on, you got the only yourself to blame. We got to go. Beautiful yeah. words. Love you later. Say what? Say what radio show? With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. <laughs>